Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Training Talk. I'm the head coach of BSC, Kyle Holman. Today we're going to look at your strength capability versus your endurance capacity. Uh, this is something that is uh, just awesome to understand for uh, you know just all of us in our own training, but also for coaches and uh, for programmers, uh, so you can program more effectively for people. So uh, knowing the difference uh, between these two things is a great way to uh, you know really train harder, smarter, or coach harder, smarter, program harder, smarter. All right. So your capability. This is looking at the weights you can lift. So those max lifts. Uh, your technique on things like Olympic lifts. What is that technique um, allowing you to be capable of lifting? Uh, the skills that you can or can't do. Uh, that you have the strength to do or not do. And then your times of short uh, duration conditioning. Your capacity is looking at, you know, not the max lift, but now when we take percentages of that lift, can you hit the repetitions you're supposed to hit uh, for those percentages? It's looking at your technical efficiency under fatigue, um, because obviously in something like an Olympic lift, um, you know, when you're fresh, much easier to keep your technique dialed in than when you're under a state of fatigue. So that's what uh, capacity is looking at there under fatigue. The repetition ranges of the skills, so not just can you do the skill or not, but if you can do the skill, how many unbroken reps can we do? Um, and then looking at longer duration conditioning. So um, when you really examine the correlation between these two different things, your, your strength capability and your endurance capacity, it can really provide great insight um, into strengths and weaknesses, uh, just at a much deeper level than just kind of those surface level numbers and either allows you to you know, make adjustments to yourself of what you need to work on or as a programmer, making sure we're hitting both ends of this spectrum um, and to have a good balance. So if you don't have that balance between uh, these, then it usually means kind of one of these three things. Either your strength needs to increase relatively uh, to your endurance or your endurance need to in- needs to increase relative to your strength. Um, or honestly, there can be a mindset component that comes into play of these. So uh, we're going to take a deep dive. Let's get to it. Strength training. So we're going to look at an example of a back squat one rep max compared to a back squat uh, 10 rep. So if your strength and endurance are balanced um, on this movement, then you, they're going to correlate very closely with the reps you should be able to complete. So think about your heaviest back squat. And now take 75% of that, and could you do 10 reps? Um, so just for easy math, we'll use a, a back squat max of, of 200 so that would mean you, need, you would need to be able to complete 150 for 10 reps. Um, so can you do that? Uh, if the answer is no, and by quite a bit, uh, then there's a good chance you need to work on your strength endurance. So that's more focusing on sets of 8 to 12 reps um, in around that 70-plus uh, percent range. Um, if the answer is yes, that you could very easily complete those 10 reps, then you may need to work on your strength. So that's more of a focus on you know, reps of 1 to 3 at 85-plus percent. Um, so you could do this with, with different percentages and different rep ranges, but this is just one example. Another thing to consider is your mindset when you're doing high rep sets versus two heavy single reps. Which do you prefer? Uh, for some people, they love to just get super amped up, get a heavy weight, and, and hit you know uh, one to three reps, and that's something they feel very comfortable and confident in. For other people, they're, they're not accustomed maybe yet to, uh, they don't really like that, that weight that feels like it's about to fold you in half, so they can better push through reps um, as it, uh, rather than a, than a heavy single. I mean, you'll see this, that people can hit, you know, let's use that example, a 200 rep back squat, uh, or 200 rep, 200 pound back squat, 
um, but can't do anywhere near 10 reps of 75%. Um, that could be mindset and it could be your endurance, as we mentioned, and vice versa. If I can hit 10 reps 150, but when it comes time to put 200 on the bar, I just get buried by it. Um, once again, that means you could either need to work on your strength or um, just that mindset. We've talked about it in, a, in another episode that lifting heavy is a learned skill. So a uh, very good thing to compare. You can do this with all lifts. Um, when we're talking about traditional barbell strength mainly here, so maybe you know more of the back squat, front squat, deadlift, bench press, uh, strict press, stuff like that. Olympic lifting. So in these lifts, we not only have to consider strength for strength endurance, but also your technical abilities fresh versus uh, your technical efficiency under fatigue. So we'll use a similar example of the back squat, but let's take something like a clean. So if you think about your heaviest clean and you take 75% of that, could you do 10 reps? So the same example as above, but um, you know different things to consider. So if, if the answer is yes, if you can very easily do 10 reps, uh, and we'll use that same example. Let's say your heaviest cleans 200, and that's, we're talking about a weight of 150. If you can very easily do those 10 reps uh, with 150, then there's a good chance you might need to focus on your overall strength of the lift or your technical limitations when that weight really starts to get heavy. So you know, if, you, if you're hitting solid positions in the lift and technique really seems pretty dialed in, um, but it's just the weight in and of itself that is limiting you when you go for a heavy one rep, then you you know need to look to increase your pulling and or your squatting strength. When you get to that heavy weight, if it, if it doesn't feel necessarily heavy, but you just are technically out of position, then this is a good um, indicator that you really need to take a hard look at your technique, you know, strip down the weight on the bar and work on some light or empty barbell complexes to get that weight or that technique dialed in. So when you do go heavy, that that uh, technique stays intact. So the answer is no. So if you're like, yeah, I can hit a 200 pound clean, but there's no way I could hit 10 reps with 150. Then you may need to work on your strength endurance, either as a whole or particularly in your grip or your technical efficiency under fatigue. So, um, you know, if you stay fairly efficient, but you just start to gas out as the reps go, and that's when things break down, um, then, you know, there's a good opportunity to work on your endurance um, as a whole, or once again, maybe it's your grip that's giving out. If the muscles feel good, but your technique just starts to fall apart the more and more reps you do, um, then this is a good opportunity to kind of take some heavy doubles or triples on very short rest, um, kind of that uh, cardio weightlifting I've talked about. But that short rest is not allowing you to recover, so we're working on technique on a heavyish barbell for multiple reps. So um, the other thing, like we mentioned, it could be your mentality. Um, you know, I highly recommend you to listen to lifting heavy is learned skill. If you haven't, I mentioned that earlier, but just a good one that if you step up to that heavy barbell and look, that's the whole point. It's going to feel super heavy. And if that is the reason why we can't hit a heavier weight, because you're just getting those mental blocks at weights, then that's a good opportunity to work um, on that mentality of, of heavy weights. Or the other thing is, you know, do you enjoy, you know, stepping up to that barbell and hitting a one rep, you know, power clean, let's say, and you like getting amped up and doing that, but now when we start stringing reps together, you just uh, kind of mentally aren't prepared or fall apart in that. Um, then once again, that's a good opportunity to work on the, the mindset. Maybe your strength and strength endurance are pretty comparable, but it's just your mindset that's either you know, holding you back from going a lot heavier or for stringing those high rep sets together. Skills. So these are all the things, you know, pull-ups and handstand push-ups and, and uh, handstand walks and all that good things. So um, just like in Olympic lifts, we not only have to consider strength for strength endurance, but also 
you know, your technical ability on the skill and, you know, your efficiency when you're under fatigue. I mean, look, as your strength increases on, let's say, something like a, you know, weighted strict pull-up, your number of unbroken reps on kipping or butterfly pull-ups should increase as well. If they're not, then you may need to work on, you know, your muscular endurance, your grip endurance, or, or the technique. Um, and you need to evaluate either one of those things. So if your, um, you know, weighted strict pull-up weight is going up, but your reps aren't um, in the unweighted movement, is it your grip that's giving out? Um, is it just your overall muscular endurance that that burn is just getting so, so much that you got to come off the bar or is it the technique? You know, if you're doing kipping or butterfly, as we do more reps, do you start to get all over the place? So look at the reason why, um, we've talked about the why behind the what, and you're you know going to have a better opportunity to make better progress. So, uh, remember with skills, um, there's not usually necessarily when it comes to, you know, getting one rep, um, that mental mind block as there is when you're lifting a very heavy weight. Uh, I mean, yes, I think some things like some muscle ups where you're getting up over the bar, maybe getting upside down there, there definitely can be a mental component, but a lot of times for the most part on these, um, skills, you, you either have the strength to do it or, or you don't. Um, it's not like, you know, you might have the strength to lift heavier on a back squat, but you're mentally just not ready for how heavy the weight feels. But remember in skill building, we need to, uh, first gain the strength to do the movement. Um, there's not a single drill in the world that's going to help you if you're not strong enough. Once we've got the strength, now we can work on some drills to get that first rep. And then lastly, we can work on uh, building sets. So uh, I mentioned another episode. If you haven't listened to it, it, um, it goes all through how to build your skills properly. Uh, but once again, this is just taking each skill and can you do you know, a more difficult movement. So have you moved from a kipping handstand pushup to a strict handstand pushup? Um, and once again, ideally, if you can do more strict handstand pushups, then you should be able to do more kipping handstand pushups. And if not, what is giving out? Is it the muscle endurance? Is it the technique? Um, you know, in something like a handstand pushup, it could be your core uh, that's giving out. So anytime you don't see that correlation, a direct correlation where, yes, I'm getting stronger, but my reps aren't going up, um, then that is a good uh, way to evaluate, okay, why aren't my reps going up and look at that specifically. And then you can put in some specific work to help improve that conditioning. So in this one, we're looking at, you know, your short bursts, uh, conditioning. Um, we're going to use an example like rowing. So something like your 500 meter row time as compared to like your 2k row time or, or 5k. So, you know, that 500 is usually a short all out that is empty in it out um, and then obviously something like a 2K, there is a pacing component to that. So there's a good way to kind of tell on something like rowing, you know, how your short versus long duration is matching up. So uh, there's a good thing. It's called Paul's Law of Rowing. Um, if an athlete is well balanced in their speed endurance, then for every doubling the distance of 500, your split should increase by five seconds. So what does that mean? That means if I can row, let's say 500 meters in 145, then your 1K time should have a pace per 500 meters of 150, uh, which would be a 341K. Um, then we look at your 2K, your 500 meter pace should be 155, which would be a 742K. Um, so if those numbers aren't matching up, either way, if you can hit that 145, 500 meter um, you know, pace or, or time, but your 2K is well over two minutes, then we might need to look into either A, working more long duration endurance, 
uh, and or B, there is technique to rowing. So is your technique breaking down as you start to get tired and you're not getting that long pull and recovering well and things like that? And then vice versa. If I can hit, you know, that 155 pace that we mentioned on a 2K, but my 500 meter time is 153, <laughs> then a couple things. You need to work on, you know, that strength and power um, for that shorter row. Um, it could be technique as well um, that you need to look at. So, um you can do this with other things. I mean, you know, running is another good example. You know, my 400 meter time um, should be that that pace of 400 meters should be, you know, a slower pace, obviously, when I'm running long distance. But you can look at the correlation of that um, to see if you're having too much fall off once you get into longer distances um, or if they're too comparable. You know, if you're having too much fall off, then that's when we need to work on more, um, you know, longer duration conditioning. If you're having, you know, if they're too similar, um, where they're very close in your pace from a 400 meter all out to, you know, let's say a two mile pace, then we might need to work on our strength and power to get um, those short durations, um, you know, improved. There definitely is a mental component in conditioning. Um, you know, some people that once again, they can get very amped up to, hey, I'm going to run 400 meters all out. And even if I'm doing multiple 400s, but I'm getting rest, they can kind of get that rest and mentally prepare themselves and be ready to go all out each time. Um, other times people, Hey, I enjoy running long distance and I can keep a very good pace for longer distance. But when it comes to a very high intense sprint, um, it's just really hard for me to push through. So once again, this is all about not only looking at your you know strength capability, endurance capacity, but then once you find a discrepancy, what is the reason why? Is it the mental component or is it some training aspect that we need to put in play um, in order for you to improve that? Stop doing the same shit others are doing. <laughs> so, I mean, look, the, the, the reason why I say that is because in order for you to progressively improve over time, you need to take ownership of every aspect of your training um, or your client's training or your gym's training. Just doing things because others are doing it or because someone said, oh, this is a brutal workout or whatever. I mean, yeah, hey, it's training. And um, especially early on, you can really uh, do a lot of things and you're just going to get better. But over time, you're going to have to start picking out more specific things for yourself to continue that rate of improvement. Um, and extra work that you're doing, or even within the work that's programmed, you need to find what is going to move the needle best for you. So, I mean, look, if class programming has you going heavy, I don't expect you to tell your coach, well, I need to work on my endurance, so I'm going to do uh, 10 rep sets or whatnot. But uh, especially in your own training or um, when you're programming for a client, you need to take those things into consideration. Is their max not going up or their max is fine, but they can't hit the rep ranges that we're supposed to on percentages um, or conditioning or any of those things that we've mentioned. So this is about going so much further beyond um, just what the face value of things are on paper and identifying your own strengths and weaknesses or your clients or the gym as a whole, um, and then finding the why uh, behind why you have those uh, areas of opportunity and then programming or putting training in specifically to improve that and shore that up so you have a better balance between your strength capability and your endurance capacity.